Once upon a time, long, long ago, the garden of internet was an unspoiled, innocent, open playground for all of us. It held so much promise. And there was an apple in this garden too. Beguiling, tasty. And then the serpent appeared. The fault lines from the offline world, the typical human failings showed up here too. And even a bite of the mighty apple has not been enough to restore the internet to its pristine state. Hello there. Hope all of you enjoyed my knockoff singing in the previous episode. Money for nothing, college for free. No, don't worry. I'm not subjecting you to it again. Welcome to the 12th episode of What the Apps. My weekly take on fads, films, finance and fun with friends. In today's episode called The Serpent in the Garden of Internet, I bring you two items that showcase what else? The serpent. For those from the Indian subcontinent and South Asia, a fascinating figure from the past has been Charles Sobraj. I grew up in India and I had heard about his exploits and only a vague memory, so to speak, of a larger-than-life figure who had dodged authorities, escaped from prison, but was ultimately recaptured. But I had no idea of his backstory, his killings of unsuspecting victims, his checkered past, his escapades through other South Asian countries like Thailand and Hong Kong and Nepal. So it was an oh-my-God moment when I came across this Netflix series, The Serpent, based on Sobraj's life, commissioned by BBC. So that's what I bring to you as part of What the Film. It does a fascinating job, The Serpent, of capturing Sobraj and his accomplices, primarily Marie, in their peak, luring the victims, usually travelers in the hippie trail. Uh, and these are mostly Westerners out to seek enlightenment, rapture, Some of it, of course, provided through the liberal use of drugs. Uh, the series actually works through a back-and-forth technique of years and locations focused on 1975 and 76 as the anchor points and the intervals slowly get shortened, still going back and forth, almost like a serpent that curves and curls and it's difficult to make out its head or tail, the origin or end. Just the thrilling, goose-pimply, evil is what you experience. And each successive episode here also ratchets up that pressure, that suspense. It is MA rated. Uh, Tahar Rahim plays Sobraj with glinting hypnotic set of eyes which convey the steely intensity of his purpose and mostly his ability to convince and mentally overpower his victims even before they are physically in his control. And that's a glimpse of how conmen really operate, right? People who win your confidence first and then betray it. That's actually how the world, world drives, right? Confidence tricksters, conmen. Jenna Coleman plays the lovely but equally sinister Marie and goes by different names during her escapades and is an accomplice to Charles Sobraj all along the way. Now, there is another reason 
why I chose this series for today's episode. Sobraj lured and defrauded his victims back in the 70s. But there are parallels and lessons for us in today's world and on the topic of frauds and scams. So in What the Finance section, I would like to touch upon What the Fraud? The Wild West of the fraud, scams and hacks that have permanently taken away the innocence and promise of the Garden of Internet. Sobraj leveraged three areas that anyone can fall victim to, whether in the physical world or online. And he did it masterfully, brutally, ruthlessly. Not all scams lead to gruesome outcomes for their victims, but they can have a range of impacts. And I'm sure you would like to protect yourself and your loved ones from any of them. So, what are these three areas that you need to protect yourself in the garden of internet? Number one, your identity. Sobraj stole passports. He used photographs from one to create duplicate and fake ones. He used his victims' identities to perpetrate more frauds, travel across countries undetected, withdraw money, do bad deals. Our identity on the internet also is a similar fungible commodity. It has some digital identifiers, whether they are social security numbers or credit cards or dates of birth or address or whatever. And any determined fraudster or scammer can use it if they get their hands on it to take out credit, get refunds or do other illegal nefarious stuff. I had a scare a few years ago when I was filing my state taxes online and I got the message that someone had actually already filed it. It was DEFCON level of panic station for me at that time, believe me. I had to go through an elaborate series of steps both at the federal level and at the state level to put out a fraud alert, freeze credit, file complaints, change accounts. Unimaginable nightmare. Ultimately, it turned out that it was more of a system administrative issue than an actual ID theft view. But I experienced it like it was. Let me share some statistics with you. Very sobering. In 2020, 160 million individuals were affected by data breaches and hacking scams in US alone. And in the first half of 2021, the 10 biggest data breaches have exposed 100 million individuals to data loss. A hacker attacks every 39 seconds and 75 records are stolen every second. Those are the statistics. So if you think you are going to be left alone, think twice. So number one, your identity. Two, your devices and accounts. Sobraj took control of homes, phones, cars, whatever device that gave access to more of the victim's assets, lives and family. And today's frauds are also committed by taking control of your smartphone or your computer, whether it's through a malware, through a downloaded Trojan, Trojan horse, eavesdropping through public Wi-Fi's maybe, simple hacks of unprotected access points, whether it's in your smart home or car, maybe getting access to some of your passwords, maybe they are too simple, having you click on dubious links, uh, getting you to download bogus software updates, multiple ways. 
how many times have you and in fact i have been seeing it quite frequently recently emails saying your paypal account has been frozen and asking you to click on a link in that email that looks suspiciously like the authentic paypal well hopefully you haven't clicked on it i haven't and never do it go to the source directly so that's number 2 your devices and accounts and number 3 most importantly are your assets financial personal physical ultimately the one and two really lead to number 3 and this is where a lot of trust factor comes into play sobraj worked his way into the inner sanctums of victims and their families by gaining their trust using their own greeds and wants by promising them ill-gotten riches and gains and he used psychology and his understanding of human feelings so well to identify the right type of potential victims and kept the confidence tricks going till it was too late for them to escape and trust pay schemes are really the worst because they get you voluntarily to reveal details like account passwords or providing social security numbers over phone or text or whatsapp and next thing you know what your money has been withdrawn from your account someone has opened a loan in your name or your identity has been used for illegal purposes and worse your physical identity and family identities could also be exposed putting you in danger pray and wish it never happens in fact 80% of hackers say that human beings themselves are responsible most responsible for the security breaches by the way i'm not sure if any of you watched jamtara it's a netflix series based on a true story of financial credit card scammers run by a set of small town conmen uh, in india in a small town in bihar so what can you do to prevent being a victim in such situations everybody has their own series of steps to safeguard and i do too So here is a little summary of five steps I would recommend obviously you pick and choose or you customize at your end whatever works okay number 1 most important is to have a thought through password strategy I know you hear about simple passwords and complex passwords and all these kind of stuff so have a strategy easy ones for low stake accounts hard ones for critical ones have a pattern financial accounts may be a different way of uh, doing the passwords social media accounts may be a different pattern use password managers where it works like icloud manager that works brilliantly for us across devices uh, obviously change them if the institution or account or uh, site you've been using gets compromised or hacked and almost every one of them do so keep changing it periodically and opt for multi factor authentication a uh, phone or a text and so on and close old accounts and delete them you make sure that you they, they no longer have your passwords that's one number 2 sign up for monitoring services and not just credit monitoring but also those that monitor for other details that can show up in public records or more importantly in the dark web so they will take your details like bank account or credit card number or phone number and keep monitoring whether that is coming up for sale in any of these dark websites in the hidden corners of the internet a bank account could be had for 3 to 24 dollars a pop here obviously use facilities like fraud alerts and credit freeze if you haven't frozen your credit by the way it's very easy to do through the credit monitoring bureaus but if you haven't 
you're actually putting yourself at risk through the simple act of omission. It's very simple to do and you temporarily unfreeze it in case you need to get a new credit card or apply for a loan or whatever. That's number two. Number three, very commonsensical, but don't put out personal private information on public social media, especially things like birth dates and addresses. Use encrypted apps for messaging, of course. Use secure Wi-Fi. Change default passwords for access points and devices like Alexas and smart lights and so on that can be easily hacked. Number four, don't fall for trust-based schemes or impersonation, whether it's through phishing or wishing and, you know, the emergency scams which happen like in the PPE loan time or so on and so forth. Always step back, validate through different channels, go directly to the source, like in the example I was talking about, go to the PayPal app or website. And finally, discuss any such alerts, scams, etc. situations with family. Communicate. If you are experiencing it, probably somebody else in the family is also experiencing it. Maybe one of your kids is being targeted. You may ignore the PayPal clickbait, but your kid who has just opened a Venmo account may not think twice before clicking because he or she may not have that previous experience. Uh, sign everybody up for monitoring services and latest software updates. I also do one more thing. I get paper statements for credit cards so that one can scroll through it and you can see some surprising maybe charges which you don't think should be there. Uh, set alerts for bank withdrawals and debits. Make sure that you get an alert if there are some uh, withdrawals above a particular level. Anyway, so that's really the five set of steps. Uh, password strategy, monitoring services, be careful in giving out personal private information. Don't fall for trust base or impersonation schemes and keep your communication channels open with family and uh, friends. There are various ways to protect yourself before and after. There are some excellent sources of information to be safe and remain so. The Federal Trade Commission in the US has a site, consumer.ftc.gov, which has a lot of sources, resources around this. And within it, you can also go to identitytheft.gov to learn more. Also visit your state's Consumer Protection Bureau and site for local measures you need to take. Anyway, these are all suggestions from my side. I would like to hear from you on some of the tips and tricks you have used to protect yourself and your family from being a victim. So look forward to hearing. This is Rack winding down the 12th episode of What The F's where I brought to you The Serpent, the Netflix series, and The Serpent in the Garden of Internet, the frauds and scams and hacks that you need to protect yourself. If you liked it, please share with your friends and do write back to me with feedback and suggestions. Ta-da! See you again next week. Bye-bye.